Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm obsessed with helping you to create your dream reality through manifesting, meditation, and goal setting. Once upon a time, I was stuck in a job I hated with no direction and no dreams. Enough was enough, and I decided to completely turn my life around and made it my mission to live the life of my dreams and bring you along for the journey. On this podcast, we get real around mindset, manifesting, meditation, confidence, productivity, and so much more. This podcast is your unfiltered, no BS guide to living as your highest self and creating a life you can't wait to live. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we embark on this journey together. This is the Mess to Success podcast. to success podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I'm so pleased that you're here. Um, So before we jump into the content of today's episode, I just wanted to chat about a few things quickly. First of all, of course, oh my gosh, the floods. Okay, so I'm in Brisbane. So I was, you know, right amongst it, right amongst the thick of it with the rain and the floods. And, you know, thankfully, um, my house is okay. And none of my property was damaged, but honestly, like driving around Brisbane the last couple of days and seeing the damage, seeing the homes underwater, seeing the parks underwater, the roads that are still closed days later, it is just mind blowing. And like, I was here, like I was on the Sunshine Coast for the 2011 floods, but I don't, I just don't remember it being this bad when, you know, I don't remember the cleanup being this bad. Obviously I was a bit younger then, but yeah, it's just been absolutely crazy. So honestly, my heart really just goes out to anyone who was affected by these floods, whether it's your property, your house, your work, anything like I'm, oh my gosh, it's just crazy, um, crazy, crazy stuff. And it, it feels so overwhelming and scary and helpless Um, But sometimes we need to think about, you know, our scope of control, like as as human beings, we can only control so much. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about are you holding yourself back by thinking small? Now, this is an amazing topic and I'm so excited to talk about it because I have a lot of thoughts around this. Um, So last week we talked on about purpose, but now I want to talk about kind of, you know, branching on from that. Are you dreaming big enough for your purpose? Are you are you really thinking of your full potential? Are you really having the confidence in yourself and in your abilities to really go after what it is that you truly want? So that's why I wanted to talk about this because as humans, we sometimes get in our own way. Our brain wants to protect us from perceived danger, which is why we can sometimes experience fear, anxiety, or negative thoughts around change, our future, or our dreams. But we are capable of so much more than what our brain convinces us of. A lot of the fears that come up when we think about our future are old stories that our brain is rerunning in attempt to protect us. So today, we are going to chat about limiting beliefs, what they are, how they hold us back, dreaming big and dropping the constraints and the fear around what you're capable of, and defining your vision and feeling confident about it. So let's get into it. So let's start off with limiting beliefs. I have mentioned limiting beliefs a few times on the podcast, but I haven't really gone in depth with what limiting beliefs are and how they affect us. So in simple terms, a limiting belief is a state of mind 
or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. We all have them, whether they were created by us, maybe they were pushed onto us by family or friends, or maybe it's from the pressure of society and social norms. And when we have limiting beliefs, our brain will usually look for evidence around us to confirm that our beliefs are true so we can continue holding these limiting beliefs. So I'll give you a super basic example. Let's say your limiting belief is that moving is always stressful, like moving houses is always stressful. So before you've even started to move houses, you're already stressing yourself out about every single step, like the packing, the forms, the real estate, all this, that you've already stressed yourself out every single step of the way because you have this belief that moving is stressful. So your brain is looking for evidence that that's true. It's like, oh yeah, that the real estate didn't get the form back to us when they were meant to. Oh my gosh, this is the worst. This is so stressful. So that's essentially you're proving yourself right when that happens and you're kind of cementing the limiting belief. And that's how we end up carrying a lot of these limiting beliefs around with us um, and end up with, you know, really, really ingrained, really strong beliefs that aren't always actually true or they don't have to be true. And these beliefs can really cause us to think small because it makes us fearful to go after what we want. And we feel like what we really want is, you know, too unattainable or unrealistic. So we settle for less than what we deserve. So I do have my own example of a limiting belief that I've had to overcome. And my limiting belief is that you have to have a large following on social media to make money on social media. Now, why do I believe that to be true? Like this is a belief that I have created myself I have created to protect myself and make excuses to not go after my dreams because it's almost like it's preventing me from doing it. Like I can almost, it's like an excuse almost. So I can say, oh, well, my social media isn't working because I don't have a big enough following. Oh, I'm not going to launch anything yet because I'm just going to focus on growing my following. Oh, I'm not going to do it yet. Like I don't have a big enough following. If I want to be successful, I have to have a big following. You see how it like makes excuses for why you can't achieve your dreams, that limiting belief. So that is a limiting belief that I'm definitely working on. I I don't believe that anymore. You can certainly make money off social media with, you know, practically no following at all. Like there's so many women out there that have done people out there that have done it. So it can be done. Um, But I just wanted to give you an example of how my own limiting belief has caused me to make excuses and has caused me to drag my feet around because that's what happens. That's what these limiting beliefs do. So it's really important to have an awareness of these beliefs so you can call yourself out on your BS, aka belief system. Get it? BS belief system. (laughs) Um, And realize that you don't have to identify with these so-called truths or these stories that are going around in your head. As I said, these beliefs keep us small. They keep us from going what we truly want and it keeps us out of alignment. There's so many more examples of limiting beliefs that I could give you. You know, like money doesn't grow on trees. Um, If I want to be successful, I have to know someone in the industry. Um, I can't be a content creator because I'm too boring. Like there's so many limiting beliefs and we can get these limiting beliefs from so many different areas. Um, You know, our childhood, you can pick up limiting beliefs there. Like let's say, for example, that your parents always said to you, oh, money doesn't grow on tree uh, trees. If you want money, you have to work really, really hard for it. That might create a limiting belief in your mind around money and the scarcity of money. <clears throat> Similarly, you could pick these things up at school. Like let's say you're at school and you've done a presentation and your teacher is like, oh my gosh, like you're not very good at presentations. You're going to fail this assignment. And then for the rest, you know, all throughout the rest of high school and throughout uni, you carry this belief with you that you you're not good at presentations. And so you kind of confirm that belief because 
that's a belief and your brain is looking for evidence. So you're like, oh, I'm not good at presentations. So that's why it really is important to have an awareness around these beliefs so we can start to shift from these beliefs. So let's talk about dreaming big. Now, I truly, truly, truly believe in my heart of hearts that every single person has what they need within them to achieve and live out their wildest dreams. If you can see it in your mind, it can become your reality. Our dreams were placed on our hearts for a reason. Now, those are beliefs that I have, like I've you know, done affirmations, I've done work around the to create those beliefs within myself. But I also think it's true. You know, we have everything we need to succeed. You've just really got to like, you know, get rid of your limiting beliefs, believe in yourself and go after what you want. Let's take a quick break from today's episode to chat about you. Do you ever feel lost and overwhelmed when you think about your future? Maybe you know you've got more potential, but you're just not sure how to live in alignment with your purpose in a way that's authentic to you. You've seen the inspirational women on social media showing up with joy and happiness and you're wondering how you can achieve that too. Well, I've got you sorted, girl. I also felt exactly like this until I sat down, did the inner work and found my true purpose. So I've created the ultimate workbook resource to support you on your journey. It's called The Content Creator's Guide to Purpose, a fillable guide and workbook with journal prompts, reflective questions and space for you to dream big. Maybe you're an aspiring content creator, freelancer or entrepreneur. Either way, this is the perfect guide for you to reflect and find your purpose. And it's free. Click the link in the show notes and the guide is yours. Okay, back to the podcast. So now that we have more of an awareness around our limiting beliefs, let's dream big. If there was absolutely nothing standing in your way, what would your dream life be? If you could have anything you wanted, anything you wanted with no limitations, no rules, no certain things. I don't know. (laughs) What would it be? What would it be? And don't get caught up on the semantics or details. Do not think the words, oh, that's unrealistic. That's unattainable. That doesn't happen for normal people. Do not. Just try to go within and really identify what your heart desires. And also try not to be judgmental towards yourself about what desires are coming up. Like for example, if you've got desires coming up around having a nice house or having financial freedom or being wealthy, those are not shallow. Like you can still be a good person and desire these things. So really please dream as big as you possibly can. Like nothing is off limits here. I want you guys to dream really, really big. Now let's talk about vision. So People with a vision are statistically much more likely to achieve their goals. And like, this is fact. If you write your goals down, you are way more likely to achieve it than someone who's just thinks it. So now we're going to do the fun part. And that is creating your vision. I've mentioned creating a vision on the pod before because I think it's such a powerful exercise. So this time I just wanted to go a little more in depth on how you can create a really, really impactful vision statement. So what is a vision or what is a vision statement? A vision is you in your future ideal state. Your dreams have come true. You've hit all of your goals. You are exactly where you want to be. When writing your vision, set a time limit. I'll leave it up to you how long. But when I usually write a vision, I kind of write about six to 12 months in the future. So when I say time limit, I just mean how far out this version of you is. So when I'm writing visions, I usually, like I said, six to 12 months. So there I am six months from now. There I am 12 months from now. This has happened. Um, But it's really up to you how far out you want to go. You could do a five year vision. There I am five years time. I'm a billionaire, you know 
whatever it is that you want. Present tense language. So when you're writing your vision, make sure you're writing it as though it's happening right now. There I am. This is what I'm looking at. This is what is around me right now in this moment. Take us there, like get us in that moment get descriptive and write it like it's a movie. Where are you? What are you looking at? Who is around you? But most importantly, what does it feel like? What do you feel like in this moment? What do all of these things around you, how do they make you feel? Talk about your career and your business, but also mention your personal life because, I mean, I guess you could do two separate visions, one for personal life, one for career, but I like to just do a big vision for my whole life. I like to kind of mention career and business as well as my personal life because I think that our our vision should encompass all parts of us. And in terms of length, it's really up to you. So I usually write half a page to a full page of a vision. But again, I really don't think there are any rules on this. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example vision that I'm just going to say off the cuff. There I am 12 months from now. And I'm so happy. I've just launched my business and it is a huge success. So many clients were immediately attracted to buying my services because of the magnetic energy that I'm projecting out there. I'm making so much money. I can see my bank account going up and up and up with every second. After I finished launching my business, I shut my laptop and I'm so excited because I'm about to go out to celebratory lunch with my best girlfriends in the whole world. We are so supportive of each other. We're an amazing, incredible group of friends and I feel so supported. I feel so happy that this is my life. Thank you so much. So that was a quick one. That was just a quick little vision that I made up based on someone who is launching a business and who has managed to manifest a new friendship group. Um, So you kind of get the picture, but go into depth, be more descriptive. Once you've got your vision, what do you do next? What next? What are you meant to do with the vision? It's all well and good to write it down, but what use is it actually to your life? So what you want to do is you want to keep it somewhere that you can easily read it. Now you can either take a photo of it on your phone and favorite that photo and like look at it all the time on your phone. Maybe you could copy it down into the notes on your phone, or maybe you could fold it up in a piece of paper and put it in your purse. This is what I do. I I have a folded up piece of paper in my bag. That's got my vision on it. Um, I want you to read it every day or, you know, at least once a week, you know, have a look at your vision, see if it still feels right, see if it still feels aligned with you. Um, Say it aloud in a mirror. The spoken word is so powerful. And for a long time, affirmations weren't working for me and I couldn't figure out why. And then I started saying them out loud in the mirror and it immediately started working. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like a very, I guess for me, I'm just like a vocal person. So when I say things out loud, it anchors into my brain more. So that might be the case for you. So make sure you read it out loud into a mirror. It may feel weird at first, but it does help. Uh, meditate on it, you know, have it on your lap while you're meditating, try and visualize it, you know, go deeper into the visualization, paint a picture in your mind. Um, you can also create a vision board based on it, like using incorporating pictures. I've also done this as well. And it is now the screensaver of my phone. And it's really beautiful because when I, whenever I unlock my phone, I've got my vision board right there and I can just do like a quick little, you know, quick little affirmation. And yeah, it's really, really nice. So I guess to kind of conclude this section, I truly think that 
we are all so much more capable than we give ourselves credit for. And, you know, when you're a kid, if you think back to when you're a kid, you truly think you can do anything. You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a princess, astronaut, this, that. Like you really think that you can do anything because you just have this untapped confidence. But as you get older, we pick up limiting beliefs and negativity and stories that, you know, may be true for some people, but aren't necessarily true for us. But we kind of take that on board and we allow that to keep us dreaming small. And also another thing is that, you know, when you're growing up, a lot of people tell you, oh, be more realistic, be more realistic in your goals. Like, and of course, like, I'm not saying be ridiculous. Like, don't, like, don't be super, super ridiculous and set yourself up for failure. However, why do we need to be realistic? Because unrealistic things happen all the time. Like think of all the CEOs out there and entrepreneurs out there that have made a million dollars in their first year of business. That should, that should technically be unrealistic, but it's not because they've done it. So it is realistic. So that's what I mean when I say dream big, because even if like, let's say for example, you're in an industry that traditionally doesn't make a lot of money. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Actually, I was listening to a podcast the other day and there was a dietitian and she was talking on there how they don't make a lot of money um, when they're working in a practice. Again, I'm not a dietitian, so I don't, I'm just reciting what I listen to on this podcast. But she went off and started her own business and now she is a multiple seven-figure business owner. So it is possible, even if you think, oh, but my industry doesn't have much money. Who says that? Any any industry you can make a lot of money in. Like that's just one example. Um, but that's why I wanted to make this episode because I'm so passionate about it. And I really think that um, when you are dreaming big, when you're going after something that you are truly passionate about and something that truly excites you, everything else becomes easier. You're so much more motivated to actually get up and do the work when you're chasing something that genuinely lights you up and excites you so much. So yeah, I guess that's where I will wrap up on dreaming big. I hope you're all feeling inspired and just remember you can bloody do it. I believe in you guys so much. You've got this, whatever your dreams are, I know that you are worthy and you will make it happen. I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so of course. (laughs) Anyway, uh, moving on to my recommendation of the week. And that is going to be, um, so if you're new to the Mess to Success podcast, basically every week we share a recommendation or guilty pleasure because yes, we are up leveling. We are shifting our mindset. We are becoming the best version of ourselves. But that does not mean we can't enjoy, you know, our guilty pleasures. So my guilty pleasure this week is the Netflix reality TV show, Love is Blind. I it's season two it's just come out and it is so good like if you are looking for some trashy reality tv to sink your teeth into something that's just really like romance heavy very dramatic this is a great show and I'll I'll briefly describe the premise of the show so basically these people meet in pods and there's 15 single dudes 15 single girls and they meet in these pods and the aim is to fall in love in these pods and they have to propose to each other without ever meeting each other and you know they get to know each other over a couple of days they've got to fall in love they've got to propose and once they propose then they get to meet each other and see each other for the first time and then after that they have three weeks to get to know each other in person before they get married and like they show everything it's such a good show trashy but amazing so yeah that is where I'm gonna wrap up the podcast I really hope you enjoyed I love talking about this kind of thing but as always always feel free to come and speak to me and extend the conversation at Jordan K Creative I'm always keen to like chat to you guys in my DMs I really really love it and please don't forget to rate this podcast five stars it means so much to me when you guys do that and 
put this on your story or promote it or send it to a friend who might need it. That also helps me out a lot. But yeah, thank you so much. I hope you have the most incredible day and I will be back in your ears next Friday. Bye. Thanks for finishing another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you followed or subscribed to the podcast and rated it five stars. Don't forget to tag me if you're listening or share this podcast with a friend who might like it. You can find me on social media at Jordan K Creative on Instagram and TikTok. And feel free to visit my website, jordankcreative.com, if you're looking for any of my free resources. You're absolutely incredible for listening, and I'll be back next Friday. Bye.